My next guest is a podcast host, Hay House author, and creator of Market Your Genius. Her mission is to equip entrepreneurs with the tools and resources they need to share and profit from their message. Please welcome Nikki Nash. Welcome to the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Patricia Bourgeois, Certified Business Coach. I am here to help you up-level, generate consistent wealth, increase your confidence, attract dream clients, and master your mindset so that you can fully own your power and achieve next-level results in your online business and beyond. Every week, a powerful conversation will take place with amazing guests, or I'll share from my experience to help inspire you to start and scale the business of your dreams while being powerfully you. The time has come to stop playing small, stop hiding, and stop waiting. Now is the perfect time for you to passionately pursue your heart's desire as the powerful leader you were born to be. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I am here today with marketing genius, Nikki Nash. Hello, girl. Hello. I'm so freaking excited to be here. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so please feel free to take us on. Like, like, tell us more about who you are, what you do, and who you help. Oh my goodness. I wish I knew what I, what I was. I think I'm still trying to figure that out now. <laughs> what do I want to be when I grow up? Um, but uh, I am Nikki Nash, guys, and I honestly started my my career in marketing and I really fell into it. Like I mm -hmm. wanted to be a actress when I was younger and then I ended up wanting to be a journalist and I always saw myself maybe writing books and being on TV or doing something cool like that. And uh, I had this giant fear of being visible essentially. Like what are people going to think of me? What like, mm. am I going to look like an idiot? Am I like too skinny? Am I too fat? Like <laughs> all of the things. <laughs> And I ended up doing this program the summer after I graduated college, all about the publishing industry. It was all mm. about books and all about magazines. And I loved magazines growing up. It's like magazines and self-help books, I think, are pretty much where I spent my childhood mm. in the bookstore. <laughs> um, and long story short, I ended up falling in love with the marketing people, had a very fulfilling and continues to be fulfilling career in marketing where I've worked with large brands um, like Kraft Foods and Intel and Coca-Cola mm -hmm. and Louis Vuitton and, and all these big brands in different capacities, wow. whether I was working at them specifically or working at an agency um, where they were my accounts. And uh, I just, marketing became my jam. And so when I decided to start my own business for a whole number of reasons, which we can talk about later. But when I decided to start my own business, I was like, you know, marketing is my jam and I love marketing. And I look at it as just building relationships with people in really cool and unique ways. Mm -hmm. And I kept speaking to entrepreneurs who were like, I don't know how to market my business. I don't know what to do. How do I do this? And we're challenged. And so what I essentially do is I help current and aspiring business owners sit down and build a marketing plan that will help them get more dream clients, get like get known, um, mm -hmm. you know, really grow their 
online or offline brand presence, as well as is create a consistent flow of leads and a consistent flow of clients. And I've done that over the years of being a business owner in a number of different ways from, you know, consulting, um, coaching, online courses, having a book, mm-hmm. my podcast, all that jazz. But but at the end of the day, I am all about helping people help more people, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's incredible. And I'm curious to know, like, what's the major like differences between working for brands and working for yourself and building a business for yourself? And what did you take away from your time building those brands too? Yeah. So I think the biggest thing for me, um, just from like a being a business owner, is that you are your own boss, right? Yeah. And I think for me, like it was such a big personal development thing because for me, I I know that I'm often driven by you know, my reputation and doing good work and not letting other people down. And so it's like a, some sort of a combination of look good, like do good, <laughs> you know, get promotions, things yeah. like that. And when you're, when you're on your own, you know, you are accountable to yourself essentially. Mm-hmm. And what was yeah. really hard for me at the beginning and and for a long time, it wasn't even just the beginning. It was probably like years. <laughs> but the hardest <laughs> part was finding a way to create accountability to something mm. bigger than myself because I would let myself down. And at the end of the day, I thought I was just hurting myself, but I was really hurting anybody who I could truly add value to and truly help because they weren't able to see the great work I did. Right. So anytime where I was like, Oh, I don't feel like posting online, I'm going to do something else instead. Or anytime where I, I would keep changing my strategy or spin my wheels on what to do or change the product idea that I wanted to launch or, you know, watch Netflix instead of doing work. Like that was hurting my business. (laughs) And I wouldn't have pulled that crap in corporate, right? (laughs) Like not, not at the (laughs) level, (laughs) probably not at all, but definitely not at the level that I was pulling it for myself. And I'm like, why is that? And so I had to do a lot of work with like on myself and with myself, I guess, to really kind of realize that it wasn't that I didn't believe in what I was doing. It was that I was so afraid of failure that I did everything under the sun, but get started or, but like reach the level of success I thought I could so that I didn't see myself fall. Mm, so like the busy work practically. Yeah. I did a lot of busy work instead of actual yeah. things that would grow my business. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like most of us go through that phase for sure. And it's about like finding that groove and, and the things that actually work for you. So what would you say was like that that one thing that when you started doing consistently, like you saw that the results from? I think, uh, and it, this might not be the uh, the most traditional answer, but I think the the biggest thing that I did that where things started shifting for me was I stopped fighting who I was hmm. and I started doing things in alignment with who I was, right? So for example, mm-hmm. I used to beat myself up like, why can't I um, just do the work? Why can't I get things done on time? Why can't I do this? Blah, blah, blah. But what I, when I really sat down and thought about it is that I do really well when I'm held accountable to other people, right? And 
not like an accountability buddy, though that does work for some people, but literally like I have a person on my team and I'm paying them and for them to mm-hmm. get stuff done, I need to get my crap together, right? Mm, yeah. <laughs> and so I realized I do better when I build team, when I build community, when I have certain mm. things that I'm truly like holding myself accountable to. And so I think mm. that, but where that came from was really sitting down and going through, okay, where are other areas of my life that I am seeming like seeing the success that I want or seeing the behaviors that I want in my business where I'm consistent? Mm. Like, why can I go to the gym at six in the morning every day, but I can't write a freaking post on Instagram, right? Like what (laughs) what are the things that helps me get like succeed in one area and not necessarily uh, another? And I started leaning into that. And I think the more that people embrace who they are and what motivates them and what keeps them Mm. going, the better things work out for them. Yeah. Yeah. Living like you're through authentic self and like not being afraid to let it shine. Um, It's so funny because I actually wrote a post about this. Like, I think it was on Monday. (laughs) So we're definitely connected here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's just like, stop fighting yourself or beating yourself up and, and figure out ways. Like I, I'm going to use a weight loss, I guess, example, right? Like I lost in 2020, I think it was like 30 pounds or something. Yeah. I lost 30 pounds and I didn't give up cake or anything. Like I like cake. I don't eat cake every day, (laughs) but like there were certain things that I'm just like, listen, I'm not going to stop doing certain things but I can do more of other things, right? Like I, maybe I'll, I cut calories and I like, you know, it's usually like eat less, work out more is like the general basic formula. Mm-hmm. I am not a nutritionist or an exercise or like a fitness person, <laughs> but like high level general idea, right? Like you need yeah. to, if you want to lose weight, it's like it, burn more calories than you consume or like get like eat, le- eat less calories than you, you know, move mm-hmm. if you're, even if you're sedentary. And I was like, I could eat less. And I did eat a little bit less, but I was like, I'd actually rather move more. So I just went for a lot more walks. I started like doing a lot more activity on top of what I was already doing. And mm-hmm. and so I just worked with what works for me, right? Where somebody else could cut out bread yeah. and they'll be fine. If I cut out bread, I'll turn into an <laughs> angry person. Like I'm not cutting out bread. Don't ask me to. I'm yeah. already somewhere between a vegetarian and a vegan. Like cutting out <laughs> bread is like the one thing that makes me happy, right? So... <laughs> So I I really encourage people, you know, apply that to your business and go, okay, there are tons of plans that work for other people. And I can Mm -hmm. see how these plans could work for someone else, but it doesn't make me happy. So I'm not going to do it this way, right? I'm going to find another way that works for me. And I, I think that that can be really valuable to folks, right? Like, I hate doing challenges. Like, don't ask me to do a challenge that requires me to be live every day for like five or seven days to sell a product or service, right? Like that is not my jam. Other people crush challenges. They rock it. Go for it. I love it. (laughs) I am much better at like a webinar situation. It's like, give me 90 minutes to like preach some knowledge, share some things. I'm energetic. I've got you. And then I need to peace out, right? Like I can't do something, even five minutes every day is somehow more exhausting than a 90 minute (laughs) session for me. Okay. So it's like, know yourself. 
Yeah, know yourself so damn well that you know exactly like what type of strategies would work really well for you. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, I think that's one of the biggest challenge people face because they're bombarded with all these messages that are like, I did this Ooh. and I got this result and it could work for you too. And yeah. it's not that it can't work for you. It's not that enter anything like webinars, Facebook ads, Facebook groups, so social selling, you know, <laughs> online courses, memberships, one-on-one -on -one coaching, consulting, you know, physical products, all of those things. I'm sure somebody could be successful in any one of those areas, but you have yeah. to figure out what's going to be in alignment with you, the lifestyle you want, the person you are, your talents and skills, and, yeah. and kind of lean into that one, right? Yeah, oh, this is so true. And I mean, I think there's also like a trial and error period where you try a few different things as well. And you also see what truly speaks to you. Um, that's 100%. also a, a great way. Yeah, a great way to go about it and, and learn about what you're truly passionate about and what re resonates with you. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't know that I hate doing challenges until I started doing challenges. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> It's like I did a challenge and I was like, never make me do that again. That was so terrible. Even if I saw great results, I'd be like, oh, can somebody, I'm like, can I just show up for like a 90 minute thing, like powwow and have other people do the rest of the challenge? Like that's what would, that's probably the only way you'll see me do a challenge is if it's pre-recorded or I'm only showing up for like one 90 minute <laughs> bonus session. <laughs> Ah, you're so funny. I love like your personality. Like I feel like your energy is so contagious. And yeah, I'm so glad that we're chatting today. This is great. <laughs> yeah, likewise. Awesome. So I do know that you have your podcast and your book. They're both called Market Your Genius. And I love to follow you on Instagram as well. And there's a quote that you shared that I want us to dive deeper into. And it says something like, I truly believe many entrepreneurs fail because they're not spending enough time testing and evaluating aspects of their business. So I would love for you to dive deeper into that thought. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, where this came from was really talking to so many entrepreneurs and honestly myself, like I can start with mm -hmm. myself, <laughs> um, but I'll finish my, my thought about so many entrepreneurs. Um, but speaking to so many people who are like, oh, I've tried everything and nothing's working. Right. Or mm. like I'm, I've been having, running this business for three, four, five, six, ten 10 years, and I'm not where I want to be. Right. Mm. And one of the things I noticed for myself is that when I started my business, I remember it was me. I was maybe like four months in, three or four months in, and I decided I was going to do a webinar, right? And I did mm -hmm. this webinar, and I think three people showed up to the webinar. And I remember thinking, webinars aren't going to work for my business. I shouldn't do webinars anymore. Like, that was terrible, right? And mm -hmm. I stopped doing webinars. Now, real talk, two people purchased one-on-one -on -one coaching with me from that webinar, right? Like, I think they found yeah. me. They came to the webinar. I talked to them afterwards for like maybe one or two calls, but they went to the webinar and then that's when they booked a discovery call with me, right? And so I had moved on to a completely different strategy or tactic because I'm like, oh, that didn't work on to the next. But mm -hmm. the reality is, is that 
most strategies and tactics, especially tactics, most like business things, like if I were going to do a webinar, real talk, I probably would have needed to do that webinar 10 times before I really got it to a point where it was going to be like getting consistent, amazing results. Mm, And I think most people in my experience that I've seen and met don't give it 10 times, right? They they do it once. And we're in this world where we almost expect instant gratification, right? Like I expected, yes. I'm going to do this webinar and I'm going to have all these people come and all these people purchase and I'm going to be a gazillionaire, right? And it's yeah. like, okay, Nick, like come back down to building a business reality <laughs> and realize that I don't have, like I'm not Beyonce or somebody who has like bajillions of followers. So I don't know why I thought I would do one webinar, everybody and their mother would show up and I would make bank. Like, not sure why that was a thought, but it was a real thought. It was what I was, yeah. my real expectations, right? <laughs> and so what I encourage people to do when they're coming up with an element of their marketing plan is to do less better, right? Like do one thing, do Uh, webinars or do a challenge or speak on stages or go to networking events, right? Like choose your one thing. Maybe you have one social media platform that you're all about. Maybe it's TikTok or Instagram or somewhere, right? Like you don't have to be everywhere, but choose something and get really like specific, right? Like I'm going to do this webinar. I'm going to do it X amount of times this year. I'm hoping that by the time I do it, I'll start seeing like these, this, percentage of people show up or this many people show up and this um, conversion rate, like this many people purchase or buy a call from me. This is all, these are all the ways or the one way I'm going to market this thing and how I'm going to do it consistently. Because every time you do something once, you walk away with learnings. If you really sit down and and look backwards, you can Mm. see, okay, here's what I did well. Here's what I didn't do well. Oh, great. Learn something on to the next one right? Or not literally the next thing, but to do it again. And and so I encourage people to test really like a mad scientist, right? Like you didn't walk on your first try, right? Yes. And maybe you walked, even if you did on your first try, maybe a couple steps, but you weren't like walking (laughs) down, you know, Fifth Avenue, (laughs) like, like with, you know, I don't know, swagger, on the first time you ever tried to walk in your life. So why do you expect the first thing you do in your business to be a massive success? Mm, yes. Oh, this is so good. <laughs> yeah, totally. And this makes me like think back on like, I was watching one of my first Fuse live streams that I did when I first started my business. And I remember just cringing, like watching those live streams. I was like, wow, like I've grown so much, you know, like just doing it repeatedly, repeatedly, like putting in those repetitions and and becoming better and better and better. That's how you actually become better. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. And it's like you can get the results that you want, but it's it's about almost training, right? Like doing Mm. the same thing over and over again and you get better. I mean, I'm right there with you. My first lives, my first YouTube videos, I'm like, what the heck? Right? Like, (laughs) but, but people watched them at the time and got value out of them. Right. I got clients off of them. So it's, it's not like everything needs to be perfect. Like this amazing, you know, five star Mm -hmm. production from the beginning. It's like, get 
out there yes. and consistently add value to people and consistently ask them to work with you. And yes. you get better and better and better and better at it. Oh, so good. So true. A hundred percent facts. Listen to Nikki. She knows what she's talking about. <laughs> Love it. So I asked this to everyone who comes on the show, and I'm very curious to know your take on this. What does being a powerful leader mean to you? I always like to ask myself, who do I need to be or or how do I need to show up in order to be a strong leader, right? Or followable or like worthy of leading, you know? And I, I think being a powerful leader really starts with understanding yourself, understanding your strengths, humbling yourself, right? And and really going, okay, how do I need to show up in order to help guide people in the right direction? And I think mm-hmm. that takes a lot of self-awareness. I think it takes mm-hmm. a lot of compassion. I think it takes a lot of humility to go, you know what? I'm probably never going to be perfect, but I can I can be open, honest, transparent, and compassionate with the people who are on my team or the people who will, you know, follow my company or, or purchase products or services from us. And mm-hmm. I can really be someone who shows up with a vision and with uh with an open heart and an open mind and and lead yeah. people um, in the right direction. And, and so that's really what I look for in, out of leaders. And, and when I think about being a powerful leader, it's really, you know, I think the power comes from the self-awareness and the, the, um, humility and the compassion. Yes. So important to have that awareness. That's for sure. Awesome. So do you have any last piece of wisdom that you absolutely want to share today with our audience? Yeah, you know, I would really encourage people to take a moment and remind themselves why they're doing what they're doing, whether it's starting a business, growing a business, leaving a business, working for another company, having, you know, a full-time job and building a side hustle, like whatever feels next and right for you. Just take that moment and really journal about what success looks like for you and what makes you happy. And then Mm -hmm. always refer back to it. You know, I think similar to the concept of testing, um, it's when you set out to do something in your life, always have those periods to come back and, you know, check the pulse of things. Like, are you still trending in the right direction? Is what you want even the same thing anymore? Um, And it's Mm. okay if it's not. And just, I, I think that's where you see success not only in business, but you're, you can find happiness in life is just always staying connected to, is this what I want? Am I moving in the right direction? Am I happy? Yes. Thank you so much for sharing all of this. And I know people can't wait to go follow you. So let us know, like, how can we contact you online? Yes. So I am at Nikki Nash official on Instagram. Um, you can send me a DM. You can follow me there. Um, And uh, I also have the Market Your Genius podcast, so you can listen to that if you want more more of my jams, more uh, thoughts (laughs) from me and and folks. But yeah, that those would be the the best places to go. Amazing! Go follow Nikki. Go listen to her podcast. She's amazing. Thank you again for being here. I'm so grateful for you. 
Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. If you love this episode, make sure to spread the message, leave a review and subscribe. I would forever be grateful for you. I also want to hear from you and I want to know your feedback and your questions for future episodes. So don't be shy, say hi and send me a message at Powerful Female Leaders Podcast on Instagram. Until then, I'll see you on the next episode.